0: what's up everyone you are listening to the feelings first facts of a podcast with nathan mitchell and the lovely christina hey this is episode 39 and today's topic is going to be what it looks like when you are involved in a relationship and the woman makes more than the man Mm, yeah, so this is going to be, um, or could be, a bit of a hot button topic for some people. Okay, mainly because we have a really good article, and yeah. I think I think this article might express the feeling of, of some modern day women out yeah. there, right? And uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about it, Kay. and we actually have facts
1: today. There's come facts. Come
0: with the facts, and as I said that, I just remembered that I forgot to look up the facts on something that I wanted to talk about in housekeeping. And I want to discuss some housekeeping before we get into this episode. Okay. Because I think there's, things, there's certain things that you and I need to do differently or we could do differently. Okay. Moving forward in recording these podcasts. Okay. We're episode 39. We're almost episode 40. It's a lot. Pretty exciting. Now we've done 40 episodes. I haven't. You haven't. Right. But there have been... More than forty episodes released. Yes, it's just I didn't count the the book discussions in the uh-huh. the, the numbering. Okay, so okay. we're up there, but okay, officially, Got I it. think it's safe to say that we could celebrate episode forty, which would be another little milestone. Yeah, or is fifty the milestone? Should we celebrate forty? We'll celebrate I forty.
1: Mean, yeah, okay. we can. We can right do right whatever we want.
0: Right, right. So, but before we get into the housekeeping, we I, I, well, I I don't know about you, well. I do know for a fact that you and I have had a good amount of conversations with people that we know that listen to the podcast and we've gotten some feedback on the previous episode and we've actually had a pretty good discussion with someone in regards to the previous episode cheater cheater VR beater the the whole cheating oh yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah. is this cheating is this not I'm cheating I'm thinking
1: cuz we had the conversation before it aired that's why I'm like wait what are we talking about right yeah, 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 right, right, right right yeah yeah right right
0: uh, but I got, got a good amount of, not really pushback, but a little bit of pushback from the, the previous episode. From
1: other people? Yeah,
0: from other people. So Which part? Uh, well, uh, well, of course the cheating part, because it's so subjective. Like people thought a lot of what we were saying would be cheating? Would be cheating. Correct. Uh, like I've seen it from, and we talked about it. I, I saw from every end of the spectrum, right? I saw some people saying, hey, porn is a no-no. That's cheating, in my opinion. Women or men? Well, definitely women.
1: Okay, not men. So if you say people, I'm like, who are people? Okay, women. Women. Okay.
0: Women's are upset, or some of them were upset,
1: which about at the idea that
0: that their man watches. I think we. I
1: said that. I said I think a lot of women would disagree.
0: Right. I'm okay if someone's upset with it or they feel uncomfortable about it about
1: watching porn.
0: About about their significant other watching porn. Okay. Because of of course it's attention being taken somewhere else, and then someone's reaching a climax without you while watching and seeing someone else. I could see where someone could get upset about that. Mm-hmm. Where where the the only pushback that I give, and again, it's their relationship. It has nothing to do with me. But it's when you don't provide an alternative to that. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So. When I would when I when I had these these little mini discussions and someone would say, Hey, you know, I think that pornography is considered cheating and I don't ex- allow it or or I'd rather not have it in my home, yada yada yada, i would say, Well, well what's the alternative? Like, are you saying no? Are you matching sex drive? Da-da-da-da. And you know, the conversation will kind of go silent. It's like <laughs> that's where they draw the line. It's like, wait a minute. Okay, I see what we're doing here, but that's okay. Yeah. And then and then I have seen
1: but the, is the problem masturbating or porn? Or it didn't get that deep.
0: Is there one without the other?
1: <sighs> well, we've had this conversation <laughs> is there, too. Is there
0: just porn without masturbation? I've I mean, listened. I know there could People be masturbation without their porn.
1: imagination. No, no, no.
0: I know there could be masturbation without porn, but is there porn without masturbation? Like, are you just People watching?
1: People f- can fuck to porn and not be masturbating.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, at that point, I mean, you're... <laughs> All right. I I'm thinking I'm thinking you're saying like and I'm sure this happens but people are just watching porn are not masturbating just like it just on TV like just no
1: but my thing was the people that said that they had a problem with the porn mm-hmm. was it that they had a problem with porn or with their partner masturbating
0: my guess is both I could be only only because I didn't break it down but I would imagine it's masturbating to porn
1: but what if they weren't masturbating to porn? I don't know. I not I'm just. I'm curious. To me, that's, not, that's not even a thing. So I didn't even think that. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> like, you are super all. confused yeah. about the whole fucking yeah. thing.
0: Like that's not even a thing. Like I don't even. <laughs> yeah. I don't you even didn't even know
1: like, one could exist without the other. Yeah. No. So, you just you just rubbed it. yourself
0: until you know. <laughs>
1: all right. Never mind then.
0: <laughs> the other end of the spectrum that I was receiving from people was the idea that. People have expressed that they have relationships where they've even opened it up to allowing someone in another person into the relationship now this is you where...
1: just had these conversations, yes, and it's multiple just... people have opened their relationship
0: no, 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 well, no, 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 I'm saying people as far as this couple, one couple
1: oh, I was like, well, damn, a no. lot of people are opening up their relationship Did I say a lot. I, you made it seem like you had a conversation with multiple people about them allowing people into their relationship. And I'm like, sorry. Oh.
0: What, w- the way I <clears> meant <throat> to say it was I was speaking to multiple people. I was speaking to people from both ends of the spectrum. Some saying no to uh-huh, porn, uh-huh. that's cheating. Right. The other end of the spectrum, a couple was saying that they opened up their relationship oh, okay, and they okay, allowed okay, someone okay. else into a relationship. Now, okay. you would think it would be the man's idea to have someone else enter into the relationship however in this particular partnership it's the woman who is attracted to women mm-hmm. that wanted and needed women or you know attention from another woman and that was their way of making it happen mm-hmm. where she would or i guess he would allow her to invite another woman to the bedroom and as long as everyone's you know involved then they get to have threesomes so okay yeah, there, so it's just, there you have it. it's it's all over. And they don't consider that cheating at all. He's he's obviously cool with it. Right. Which I could see a world where a man might not be cool with it. You know, even though that's a whole fantasy thing, and most guys out there will go, damn, you know, that's a lucky dude. Like, I would love to have that. But truth be told, I would imagine when egos well, get involved. And,
1: and that's your woman. I think the right. fantasy would probably be women you don't know. Exactly. There's something exactly. about your partner. Right, I could exactly. see that. Yeah, Exactly. Where you would think it'd be cool, but maybe not.
0: Right. So no. even in his situation where you would be like, damn, bro, that's dope. It's almost like the realistic aspect of it's like, okay, that's pretty brave. You're able to, you know. And
1: I'm sure there's probably still
0: boundaries. Oh, I'm, I'm right? sure. I'm sure. I'm sure there are. For yeah, because
1: even for a man, like what if your woman is enjoying being with a woman more than she, and you, you saw your woman do shit, she's never done with you. Like right. that might be an issue for like a I man. Fuck you up right it's sensitive
0: so that's what i'm saying it it, let's say and, and i didn't get into that you know that kind of detail but let's say something like that would happen or even if it doesn't that still takes for a man to allow his wife to bring in another you know flirt with another woman bring another woman into the bedroom like that still takes a lot of swallowing of your pride of your ego and knowing that this could come with it and This is what she clearly desires, right? So much so where she's
1: there would have to be a lot of security in their relationship.
0: I imagine. Shout out to him, you know, and them. Them, no, no, yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah, but but I'm saying more so him because again, I think a lot of men out there would high five them and be like, "Oh man, he's lucky." But I think a lot of people, like you said, when it's your woman and this is who you're who you're with, and it's not just some. Jump off and you're in a threesome. It's a you know it could it could be I'm sure it could be a little bit different, right? I don't know, I can't I can't speak from experience. Hmm. So, but what I, what I was going to say before I kind of or as I was getting off track, I got pushed back from the way that I masturbate. Like people were getting at me, like, oh my god, you know, yeah. we mean it's just it's just quick and it's something you got to do. I don't like, have a together.
1: dick, and I said you jerk off crazy.
0: Well, you're you're. The way you do it. Well, well, and, and of course, I got, I got accused of having uh, an addiction. Yeah. I was like, eh, look, if, if anything, it's not a porn addiction, it's a masturbating addiction. But even then, <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't call it an addiction. But then again, I think most addicts want to call their addiction addiction. So There a, you have it. So I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those things where I guess it's up to interpretation I don't and how know. you want to. I don't wanna, know. What do you mean?
1: I don't know if I would call it an addiction.
0: I don't think it's an addiction. <laughs> but what do I know?
1: It's nothing I feel like I need. I guess I would. But I it guess it would, is. Something we would I kind know. No, like <laughs> if you could, if you didn't jerk off for a, a period
0: of time, and we saw how it affected your life. Well, I could tell you how it would affect everything. <laughs> so, you're going to be washing sheets more often because you <laughs>
1: No, but I mean, not just physically. Like, like, would you be acting like an addict? Would it fuck your
0: whole life? Oh, like scratching my neck and running <laughs> yeah, around, like, looking at the remember? couch. I need this. Da, 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 da. Right. Nah, nah. But but it was less of the addiction and just more so how fast. Because I think I what I said it was like a minute, maybe two. You know, whatever. <laughs> Listen, this is zip zap splat. You know, I'm keeping it moving. I'm just I'm getting the hell out of here. I don't. I'm not. You know, whatever. Well, Whatever. but it was it was a good amount of feedback. I, thought I just it was, think
1: it's hilarious that that's never come up before. Well, I guess men don't talk about jerking off with each other. I don't know. <laughs> so maybe if see, if we I do, always forget men don't have the conversations that women have. So I
0: get it. If we do, it's more like funny stories. It's, it's never about jerking off. Yeah, it's, it's never. Yeah, it's <laughs> nothing serious. It's like, oh, I was jerking off and. I don't know. I slipped and fell. Like okay. or, I don't know. Or I got a cramp in my leg. You know, something like that. Yeah. Got it. That was more of a PG version of it. But...
1: Got it. Yeah, I figured. You, you stopped yourself. So I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah He's yeah, thinking yeah. it through. Yeah, I thought. I, yeah, I actually yeah. Have a filter. Right yeah, I know. There. I
0: saw it.
1: I saw it processing.
0: <laughs> so, you know, so uh-huh. sometimes there is a filter. Yeah. With me. Speaking of filters. So the housekeeping thing that I really want to address is uh, as I get the opportunity to listen to the podcast during editing, Mm -hmm. I'm listening to ourselves and I can't help but to think that we, we are really editing ourselves or filtering ourselves. What do you mean? Well, almost to a point where I feel like you and I aren't giving the real reaction that we would normally give. Like we're being to just, most things. To, to most things, we're being real PC about things, especially when it has to do with touchy topics. For instance, okay, the last episode we were talking about um, the the young lady that was on the video game, the VR game, <laughs> and how she filed for assault charges, sexual uh-huh. assault, or whatever it was. And yeah, this is, yeah. this is the fact that I was supposed to look up, but I forgot to look up. Okay, just to really get the. A better understanding of what the charges were, and you know how how it was handled, and yada yada yada. But mm-hmm. whatever. So we'll we'll just stay on the feelings of it. But even then, we were kind of tiptoeing around because I said, "Well, shit, she could have just taken the damn goggles off. Like, is it really that serious?" And then you're like, "Well, you know."
1: So I was being peaceful. No, 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 no,
0: no. And then, and then I came back and I walked around and I was like, "Yeah, you know, I, <laughs> yeah, it's like being on social media." Da, 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 da. When in all actuality. We're not like that. No, you are. You are like that. What? You are like that. Try to find an yes. understanding? Yes, yes. No, no, okay, okay. So I'm like that Some to an extent. So much so that it's annoying sometimes. I'm like that to an extent where I try to find an understanding because I do want to understand what someone else's mind or state of mind uh-huh. would be in a situation. But okay. at the end of the day, you know me, I'd be like, just take them fucking goggles off. Like, what are we doing? It's not that serious. It's not life. It's not real. Just like right. I, would, I would say the same thing with social media. You could get off. As much as you think you need to be on it, and this is where I need to be, if yeah. you feel uncomfortable, you can get off. Yeah, You can get off. And I, and I know we sit here and we tiptoe, and, and tip-toe. That's, pretty, that's pretty much what we're doing. We're tiptoeing because we're trying to be safe and all these other things. But at the end of the day, the way you and I feel about it, how we really feel is yo, know, you, you you don't have to do this. You can get off. Okay, you could get off. You could have taken them goggles off, and you'd have been okay. And it's not just that; like we've done it with a couple other things. And I and I get it. I, I think because we don't know who we're speaking to, mm-hmm. that we feel like we have to make sure that we watch what you well, watch what we say. And I and I think we yeah. should. And we have been doing a good job at watching what we say, right? But but I say all that to say this.
1: Yeah, show the people you're real crazy. Go ahead.
0: You're real crazy. Give it because let's people. talk about you. Let's talk Give about it you. To you, people. the real you. Would have been like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. You'd have been popping off. I don't know what you're saying. Say it. No, I'm not going to say it. I'm, I'm not going to do you like that. I'll, <laughs> I'll let you put yourself out there. But I'm not. All, all I know is this.
1: You're uh, not holding back anymore? Uh,
0: maybe maybe a little bit. Okay. Just a little bit. Okay. Just enough to make sure that we don't get canceled before we get started. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we had no sponsors. I mean, we could, you know, say and do whatever we want. But, but I would definitely pull myself back if I feel like I'm going to say something. If I'm going to be saying something that's really going to offend someone, and I, you know, me, I don't, I don't like to do that. But
1: you're really good about one of the things that makes you so great is that, like, even when you feel how you feel about it, like you do, like you'll, you'll always try to look at it from different perspectives. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I feel like that's more what you do than filter yourself, right? Or maybe you're just saying you don't give how you really, really feel what is. all of it. That's, what it, is. That's you do, what it is. You do normally do that. Like you do normally look at things from all the different ways. And I'm like, is that even really necessary all the time? You do that, which right. is a great thing.
0: But then on this platform, yeah. I'm certainly not giving it raw. Like, okay, this is my take on it. <laughs> but you know what? But you know what? Same thing with you, because we've been in situations where we've talked to couples, we've talked to people, uh-huh. and you don't tiptoe. You'll be like, hey, you need to get the fuck out of the relationship. Yeah, You need to end this shit. You need to dead it right now. Boom. Right. And you'll come at them hard, and people appreciate it.
1: Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so
0: we've kind of, in real life, or off the mic, we've prided ourselves on our ability to just fire from the hip right I just give it to people straightforward yeah and it hasn't and it's worked also it's
1: what knowing the audience and that's the thing right now i don't know the audience like i don't know who's listening well yeah so when i give it to people like that it's because i feel like whoever i'm talking to in the moment can handle it or needs to hear it
0: well right. yeah maybe maybe a little bit more of that but if we're trying to build an it. audience then we should be building an audience based build it on, and they
1: will come yeah
0: i mean what, i mean what all, all, I, all I'm saying is, and we could talk about it more off the mic. But I wanted to talk about it here, that okay. way we could kind of hold ourselves a little bit more accountable to okay. it. Okay, is that uh, I feel like that there is there is some satisfaction to hearing the truth, even if it is a kick in the teeth. I get it because I appreciate it, especially when we, especially right now, we live in a world where people don't want to say shit. And people are so, so afraid. They feel like they
1: can't. Yeah. And people,
0: yeah. And they feel like they can't. But people need that rawness sometimes. People yeah. need you to be like, yo, get out. Stop playing around. Get out. Boom, you're better than or right. whatever it may be. Right. Like they need that. They don't need,
1: oh, you know, <laughs> you
0: know, you know, because they get that from 10 other people. Right. I don't know.
1: Remember when you when you called me acerbic?
0: You are a acerbic <laughs> to me. <laughs>
1: Nathan.
0: <laughs> Not to these people. <laughs> You're nice to these people. These people don't know. hmm <laughs> Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. So one more thing, and I've been saving this story for oh, a whole week. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after the Super Bowl, a little bit after the Super Bowl, I was in the grocery store. It was like I...
1: two weeks ago. What's going on.
0: Okay, but this was since we recorded the last episode. Which was recorded the Monday after, so it was sometime during that week. Okay, right. I caught an L in Publix, and it wasn't my fault at all. I'm minding my own business. I had my hat on. I'm picking out some groceries. This kid sees me from the side, and I hear him say, "Mom, it's Odell," or she said, "Like, is that Odell Beckham?" or some some shit like that. So she said something along those lines. A little girl. No, 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 no.
1: Like a grown woman.
0: No, it was a little boy talking to oh, his mother. Oh, a little mother.
1: boy, a little boy. I don't know why I thought you said girl.
0: Maybe I did. It was a little boy talking to his mother, and he said something along the lines of, I think that's Odell. I think that's Odell mm-hmm, Beckham. Mm-hmm. And she said, Where, 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 where? And she <laughs> like she's moving, like she's moving, like where, where, where. <laughs> and then she looks up. She looks up. She takes one glance at me. She goes, Boy, that ain't no damn Odell. <laughs> and like
1: Oh my God. <laughs> walk away. <laughs>
0: Like completely walked away, oh, and I'm sitting there like, "Yo, I didn't ask <laughs> like for didn't any of chance. this. I didn't ask for any of this." <sighs> so I've been holding on to that story because oh. it's funny. It's funny, but the funny part was, it's not that he thought that I looked like Odell Beckham. Uh, well, clearly he did. Yeah. Well, well, he. So just to be clear, I had a hoodie on, I had a little trucker hat on. He mm-hmm. sees me from the side, so he just sees light skin. He and sees muscles. beard. If you can, I had a hoodie on. So yeah, whatever. You can. <laughs> but but the funny part was is that she was so disgusted <laughs> oh, okay. at me and I didn't ask for you. <laughs> poor kid. Uh, poor kid. Poor woman. And poor me. And poor you, I, I was minding my You're business. You're minding your business. Yeah. And I didn't find what I wanted.
1: At Publix? All around bad day.
0: Yeah, Publix. It's a pleasure, but sometimes you don't find what you want.
1: That's everywhere now. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. There's nothing anywhere. It's crazy.
0: And then you can't do Amazon. What do you mean? Well, because I've ordered things off of Amazon, like food-wise. And then it won't show up. And then I'll go check the order list. And they won't send you anything. And it'll, it'll say undeliverable.
1: Yeah, that's happened to me a couple times, too. And
0: then when they say it's undeliverable, it takes a whole week for you to get your money back.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Yeah, it's a problem.
0: Yeah, it's a huge problem. All right. So I did have a subtopic, but I think the subtopic is just going to melt into the main topic, so I'm just going to kind of leave it. Uh, But the subtopic is issues with seeing the potential in someone instead of seeing them for who they are. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it kind of molds into what we're talking yeah, about, especially, especially when we're, especially about the story that you read. Right. Or that I read too, that I read <laughs> the whole thing apparently. <laughs>
1: I was so confused. I was like, what? But, um. And I'm like, lately I've been having blonde moments. And so I'm like, did I miss something again? Like, what happened? Missed something to me. With what we we're, when I was confused about what you were saying about
0: the story. You could take the blame, it's okay.
1: No, that was your bad.
0: I like it being your bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So, the article that we were reading, mm-hmm. just to kind of sum it up, it was a woman. She was writing into this blogger and she was concerned. It's
1: like a Dear Abby kind of thing, I guess, okay. if people know what that is.
0: God. So, would that be a so blogger? Cool.
1: No, it is. But I'm saying the idea okay. is that, I guess.
0: Okay. I just want to make sure I was saying the right thing. Yeah. So her main concern is that she makes a good amount of money, right? Mm-hmm. And she stated that she made $50,000 more than her partner. Mm-hmm. So she's...
1: She had a boyfriend.
0: Okay. Her boyfriend, yeah. right? Her and her boyfriend are going apartment shopping.
1: Right. They're moving in together. Right.
0: Yeah. Right, All right, right. And it seems as if that he is looking at apartments that would be outside of his means. Right. But it would be affordable with their income combined. Yes. Right. And even though she's making suggestions for something that's a little bit, I guess, more affordable, uh-huh. he's kind of pushing the idea, hey, well, we got it because we make this together and blah, right. blah, 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 blah. And her, what's upsetting her is that She's having conflicting feelings because obviously she knows that they're going into this together, and mm-hmm. they can afford it together, mm-hmm. but she also feels like he should be taking up most of the expenses because even when they break down the bill or when they when they go to split the bill from what it sounded like she was saying it's not going to be a fifty fifty deal right it's going to be she's gonna be paying the bulk of the rent and whatever the bills may be.
1: Right. That when it's all said and done, right. she would end up she would be the ones putting more into the whole situation. Correct. Financially.
0: Correct. And then to make matters worse, mm-hmm. he has become less motivated to push himself to the next level.
1: Yeah. And more comfortable with kind of like upgrading his lifestyle because of her added income. Right. Yeah. Right, right.
0: More comfortable with not upgrading his lifestyle. Is that what you're saying?
1: Well, no. Uh, Apparently, she says she kind of has upgraded him.
0: Gotcha, 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 And that he's
1: getting comfortable with that. Hence why he's looking at more expensive apartments, and she Mm -hmm. feels like now he's, you know.
0: Gotcha. He's upgrading. His lifestyle's upgrading, but he's not upgrading who he is as a human being.
1: Right. She has upgraded his lifestyle, but he's still the same (laughs) human being, bringing the same shit to the table. Right.
0: But the reason why this was so interesting is because she's a woman living... She's a modern woman living in the modern world, right? Mm -hmm. Women are making good money. A lot of women out there are making more money than men, right? Uh It just just is what it is now. And it almost seems like she's battling between what modern-day society looks like Uh and what this antiquated idea of what a woman looks like and how a woman should be within a household, right? Right. Because she's happy that she's able to provide all these things and she's right. happy that she's able to provide him with a better lifestyle and herself, herself a better lifestyle, right? mm-hmm. a lifestyle, right? But she's also feeling that primal pushback.
1: Or she wondered, if, is it primal or is it just an antiquated idea that's been instilled in women? Like that, she, that was more her thing, I think, it was right. just like she was battling this feeling of while she knows she could afford it and she mm-hmm. might have not been completely uncomfortable with making that type of commitment financially to the situation her struggle was more her feelings behind it and feeling like should she be putting more into it than the man Mm is i think she was battling with why she felt uncomfortable about it right yeah
0: right which you know is it's one of those things where we're we're figuring all this out in real time right because there isn't anyone right now That can sit back and navigate this generation of women and and the next generation of women. Well, maybe the next generation of women, you know, will have guides to kind of navigate them. But this woman right now probably doesn't have anyone to look back at and
1: Yes, it might be a new situation.
0: Exactly. Exactly. She probably didn't come from a mother that that was dynamic. Not to say that her mother couldn't have been a breadwinner, but more than likely statistically, she probably wasn't the the primary breadwinner breadwinner potentially
1: and what it sounds like supporting this man. Right. Right. Yeah. So so
0: before we get into some of the facts, because I do have some of the facts in uh-huh. regards to what it looks like to be a modern day woman in twenty twenty two. Right. Cool. Um I wanna know how you feel about this. What what are your thoughts on
1: well when I read it I was like, oh, hell no, Mm -hmm. Like this is red flag city. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, time out, Christina, because you know how I'm always looking at the negative. Right. I was like, where are those feelings coming from? And then I thought, okay, if I'd really sit with it, and I did, and I thought about it, I think what she's feeling and what I felt right away was this idea of she could potentially end up taking care of this man. Mm -hmm. And somehow that doesn't feel right. And I think going deeper, it doesn't feel right because we've been taught and it almost might just be this innate thing too that the men are the ones that do the taking care of. Now, that doesn't mean that a woman can't hold her own, Mm -hmm. but I feel like more it's the man supporting the woman to be able to do that, to stand on her own if she needs to, but at the same time, being the support if he has to also it's never really the well it's not never really the other way around but when it is the other way around sometimes I think that that can bring problems and also what made what triggered for me too this idea of like women always have to do the taking care of and I feel like to feel like you have to take care of your man too it's almost like a turn off. Not to say that you can't do that temporarily or moments in time in the relationship, but to think that you could potentially be setting yourself up to have to take care of this man for the duration of your relationship. I think that ties into even just like having respect for your man. There's so many things that can come with that and not in a positive way. Not for all women, but for me personally, yes. And I think for most
0: women. What triggered you? Was it more so the, the difference in income? And what that looks like, or is it the fact that she also mentioned that it seemed like he was getting complacent and right. he wasn't trying to better himself? Right. And then, or, and, or is it a, a combination of the, of the two? Are you, are you able to separate those things if it is a combination of the two?
1: I don't, mm, I think the complacency was the bigger issue. Okay. For me. Gotcha. And it sounded like for her too.
0: I think that's, I think to yeah. me, if I, if I had a, if I had a pinpoint what it was, I would imagine that's what it would be. And I would imagine it would be like that for most people, right? Because, right. Because and I, I'm not a woman, so I, I, I guess maybe you can speak for this better than I can, but I would imagine if you are a woman in today's society, right? Mm-hmm. A, a 2022 woman,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you already know when you go into your field, that you're going to come out and you're on that shit, and you're going to come out and you're going to make good money, right? Right. And with that, then now you also know that there are going to be people that you might fall for and you might like to kick it with it or you know, a person that you might fall in love with that isn't making the same income as you, right? You might right. be making more money than them. Right. So I would imagine that If you're with someone that makes less money than you, like if you're a woman that has a man that makes less money than than you. As long as you feel like you're not actually taking care of this person, like if this person has everything on their own, uh-huh. they they're able to sustain a, a good living situation. Uh-huh. They make a good enough living where they're able to pay all their bills and then have money left over in savings and yada yada yada. Like they're like right. they're good. So I, I guess let's throw a number out there. Let let's say let's say you're a woman that makes six figures. You make a hundred thousand okay. dollars, and you're with a man that makes seventy thousand uh-huh. dollars or sixty thousand uh-huh. know, dollars, whatever, and, and he's able to sustain a lifestyle for himself, by himself, right. and he's good to go. I would imagine that knowing this and, and knowing what that looks like, I would imagine that if this person has an equal amount of drive as you, mm-hmm. right? and but it, but it just looks differently. Like let's say you're a lawyer. You're, you're, you're a woman, you're a lawyer, and you're trying to push up. And let's say this guy has a drywall business mm-hmm. and he's trying to push up. Now it's quite possible that his drywall business might not ever make as much money as the lawyer. Like let's say she becomes a district attorney and now she's yeah. making, you know, even more money. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. But but he's still out there trying to better himself and he's right. leveling up in his own way. Right. You would think that just having that drive and having that modern day perspective on what things look like, you would be okay with it simply because you know that this person can still function without you. Right. Now, anything extra that you bring would be would be the reward of being or the benefit of being with someone that makes more money. For instance, maybe instead of, you know, having a uh, – may- maybe he wouldn't have been able to have a, a house with a pool in the backyard. Uh-huh. But now with you, you're, you know, you're able to afford and bring in a house with a pool in the backyard. Right or whatever i may, I may maybe it's no, something I, deeper yeah. than that but but you see what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. so you would think that that would that could bring you some joy that this is what you could bring into the relationship this is this is i guess an advantage of having you around right no,
1: I, yeah i see what, yeah an advantage of the profession that the woman chose to have like but, it, right. but I think it, you said it. It's this difference of maintaining the man. Right. Or bringing your lives together, but it's like he still could have held it down on his own anyway, type of thing. Right. And now you just bring it together and whatever that looks like to you, bringing it together. Because sometimes people keep their finances separate. It could very well be like, it doesn't matter if you make less than me, I'm, we w- I want to split the mortgage in half. Right, figure it out so that if you have less to do other things and you have less to, you know, that's your problem type of thing. I guess it's whatever people feel comfortable with, but I think it's this idea of being with somebody who doesn't have the drive of motivation and is expecting to be maintained by mm-hmm. a woman. Right. I would think that could be a turnoff. And this, it's like, then it's these like, it's a slippery slope of then a woman feeling like, more than the man, mm-hmm. or maybe even picking up that masculine energy, wearing the pants, because she's like, well, I pay the bills. Like, that could be this dangerous potential role reversal situation. Right. That is not hard to fall into. Right. Especially if the woman has the personality for it.
0: Right. And, and I did read in one of the articles that, that I was skimming through, and it may mention about, you know, if the woman does make more than a man, then it's her time to on the pants and you could do whatever you want you know yada 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 and my only pushback to that would be it, well before i say this sure if if that's how your home is run ran then by all means do you right but my number one pushback to that was we live in a society now where any well I, well i guess now it's different but before we lived in a, in a society where men did bring in all the money mm-hmm. and There were, you know, men out there that were functioning in in a relationship where they did whatever the hell they wanted because they made the money so you can't tell me shit. And (laughs) that is and it was absolutely frowned upon. But in today's world, it's 100% frowned upon. Like it's something that we would call this guy every name in the book, right? Misogynistic, you know, rat bastard, no, da 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 but then now this article, because the, revolt, the, the role has been reversed, uh-huh. then now they're championing a For woman the doing woman. the same thing yeah. that we point our finger and we wag at if a man does. Right. So that was my only pushback to, to that statement. It's like, well, what are we doing here?
1: Uh-huh. It's
0: almost like, well, this is my turn now. So now I want to get my <laughs> get back. And it's like, what, yeah. what, what is that? <laughs> what does that solve? Now, if that works in your home, then that works in your home. And, yeah, and Everyone's home looks different. Right. This conversation is just as subjective as the cheating conversation that we had. Mm-hmm. Right? Because there are going to be some women out there that probably love the fact that they make more money than their man. And they love the fact that they can take care of a man and, and provide, you know, form and things like that. And then there are going to be women that are, I guess, I guess that are more traditional
1: mm-hmm. that
0: are not going to like that. And they're going to be absolutely disgusted by it. And mm-hmm. if they are with a man that, ha- that, ma- that brings in a lower number than them, then they're out the door. Mm-hmm. Now. The shit position that they're in with that is, if you are a woman that makes a significant amount of money and you and you're in this percentage of people that is already super super small, mm-hmm. right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Then now your dating options are going to be significantly re- reduced, right? Right, and then now you're trying to get a man that has options from a lot more women, right? Right. So you're going to have to bring a lot to the table. And And who might not care what you bring to the table. So there's that problem too. Well, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, and this has been said a thousand and one times on the internet from a thousand and one dating coaches and, you know, lifestyle coaches. When it comes to to what men select for in a woman or like the traits that men try to get in a woman, it's usually not their income. Yeah. Right. And I would imagine if you're bringing in a lot of money, you're probably not going to be able to bring in a lot of your time and attention. Right. Which is something that a man wants. A man right. enjoys availability, right? Right. So now here you are, you're trying to find and this again, it's not to say it's impossible, but if you are a woman that makes six figures or more, now you're looking for a man that makes six figures or more. Mm-hmm. So you're dealing with this small pool of
1: right. people. When it's already difficult. When it's
0: already difficult. Yeah. And now here you are trying to find love in this small pool of people where you know their options are unlimited. Unlimited. Right. For the most part. And I, by they I mean men. The men that make six figures. Mm-hmm. Men that make six figures certainly have I I feel like would have way more dating options than women. Let me take that back. Not dating options. Options to find partnership. I, I always think women have more dating options than men. Okay. And and what I mean by that is not dating that leads to love or, you know, a long-term relationship. But if you were to go out and you were to try to meet somebody, you would have an easier time getting time and attention from someone of the opposite sex than I would. Okay. now what the value of that looks like might not be the same. You might just find a guy that's just trying to fuck you and then leave. Right. While when I, do find, uh, when I do find someone that's willing to give me time and attention, a woman, then my chances of finding something solid, a relationship, would be easier because typically a woman isn't going to come after me just for dick. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? like that, It usually doesn't work that way. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So even though she might have all the options in the world to get attention from men mm-hmm. because she's a woman, right? Right. The value of that is probably going to be a lot lower. So to right. find something of with sustainability is probably going to be a lot lower, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, and that's why when you said it, I was like, mm, dating and getting fucked are two different things. I-
0: yeah, but if I'm going to do it, I'm trying to fuck you. I'm going to make it look like I'm dating you. <sighs> I'm going to take you out on a date right unless i'm that brave and just be like let's just fuck you see what i'm saying right but most of the time if, if that's just what i'm after then i'm going to play the part just to get what i want yeah but then you might not hear But from i'm saying
1: everybody. even dating even the options that women have to work with mm-hmm. even in dating uh,
0: i don't know again you're thinking of value but right. if we both opened up a dating app and we created a profile today uh-huh. and we did nothing to it, right. nothing, you you didn't try to get anyone's attention, I didn't try to get anyone's attention, you will have guys, boom, 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 swiping and pinging for you way more than I would.
1: Then you would have guys pinging for you.
0: Then I would have guys pinging <laughs> and swiping for me. <laughs> Women, <laughs> women's, right, right, right. No, no, no. Gay dudes, they, yeah, they, I was they, gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, Sir, they're popping. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a wild, wild ride. I have a friend of mine. He's uh, he's he's homosexual, and uh, he has a lot of fucking fun. Like being a single gay dude. Like being gay and being in a relationship sounds dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. It's like yeah,
1: because men want the same fucking thing,
0: and and, and they're and both they're willing, equally as broke
1: and right. willing to give it. That's right. the thing,
0: right? Right. He he was telling me about this app where you could legit be like, hey, I'm I'm at AutoZone, I'm at Walmart, and I have John 20 Young. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyone want fill me up. Boom. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like that. Like it's Jesus. if if you want it, boom. <laughs> I was like, it is not like that. <laughs> Women hold out. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they get it in. Oh, good for them. Dude, I just almost swallowed a mic. Yeah. <laughs> 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 His, this talk's got me. I just swallowed on mic. Is that a Freudian slip? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. But the, the mic wanted it like bad. <laughs> so I've been looking at this mouth for how long? Yeah. <laughs> for 44 minutes. <laughs> Give it to me. Oh, my God. Give it to me. No, where, where were we? We <laughs> were talking about women, options, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, bring it back, babe. Okay.
1: You're good at that. <laughs> we ended up at AutoZone.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get it filled Get up, getting up at AutoZone. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Zip, zap, splat. Just like Oh my
1: that. God. I'm sweating now. Ooh. <laughs>
0: that <laughs> <laughs> a sip of your cold <laughs> yeah all right well I'll bring it back okay so we were talking about the modern day woman and I feel like she would know or she should know going into whatever field she's going into and then trying to enter the dating scene with the amount of money that she makes uh-huh. then you will almost have to not necessarily become you know give in because uh-huh. you should not ever have an, you should not you, you shouldn't ever have to uh, give in or to settle for someone that is, mm-hmm. um, for any reason. You should never feel like you should have to settle. Right. But, but, but for, for this woman in particular, I think that if she was in a relationship, and again, I'm just speculating, but I would imagine if she was in a relationship with a man that seemed like he was still trying to better himself, uh-huh. as opposed to right. feel like he just caught a lick yep you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. he's he's now going to level up right and at the very least allow her to select the more expensive option right you know because i feel like that then would make her feel like she's being less taken ava- of a- advantage
1: potentially of. yeah right mm-hmm.
0: because i can i can see and i'm sure there are a lot of men out there that probably feel the same way that she feels mm-hmm. where you're coming into a relationship where now you're you you're you can provide this person with a better lifestyle than they currently have.
1: And they're all And now all here in. they are. Yeah. And it's
0: easy for them to go, ooh, we should get this, uh-huh. and we should get that, yeah, and we should yeah. get this like, furniture. We, and we, now they're we, picking we, things out yeah. and it's easy for them because they're just pointing. Meanwhile, you're the one out there making the money and now you have to swipe. Right. And you could feel like you're just a meal ticket. Right. And I think she, I think more than anything, she feels more like she's been a meal ticket. Right. But more importantly, and in, in you were kind of getting to this, Earlier, or you said something that made me think about this is just like the sex conversation, just like anything that we've always talked about, this is something that needs to be addressed early on. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. and it As soon mean- as you
1: know that you're feeling each other and it might be something more exclusive, at that point, it's a conversation to be had.
0: Right. And you don't have to ask what someone makes no. unless you feel that that's necessary. Right. But you can almost get a gauge, of, you know, when it. You can almost get a gauge of what someone makes, especially nowadays with the internet. When you ask them what they do for a living,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what do you do for a living? Yeah, and then you know, okay. Well, if I'm an attorney, yeah, I know that I'm make more money than you know. Uh, I don't know a bank manager. Yeah, you know, and maybe not. I'm just throwing it out there. No, I know what right? you're
1: saying. Mm-hmm.
0: But the, but the more important thing would be, and and I guess this is where and I hate to do this, I hate to speak for women, but I I would say that this is where I think most women, especially in this modern day field, or I'm sorry, this modern day society, most women would have to do is, you're going to have to kind of be a little bit less picky about what someone makes, and be more picky about, you know, is the passion there, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, and I think also, like if you, it's about you seeing what type of, of man they are. So mm-hmm. even if he makes less money, is he not really worried about spending so much? Like you kind of get a a feeling about how someone is or what someone's about. Real quick. Real quick. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's willing to live beyond his means mm-hmm. essentially is more the red flag than anything, than anything else.
0: Right. And that's why I was saying so, he should let you do it. Right, he should let you do it. He should be picking. He out He should an have
1: apartment. been on for his budget, right? As exactly. if he needed to afford it on his own. Right, that's how everyone should think, right. especially when they're just boyfriend or girlfriend.
0: Right, and then if she wanted to say, "Well, you know what?" Yeah, you know, I want to go the, here. The, the three-bedroom house right. would be nice, but let's let's get the five-bedroom. I got because it. because I, right. I want and it
1: and I got it exactly. Boom, correct. Right. I think that changes everything. Right, that's so, more the problem than the income.
0: Right. So now I want to flip it, and I want to speak as a man Mm -hmm. and how i will feel and i guess to speak for the men a little bit about how i would feel if i was with a woman that made more money than me Uh right first of all i wouldn't have a problem with it it wouldn't bother me at all it wouldn't make me feel like i'm less of a man or anything like that um but i i would certainly feel like that i would still want to I would still want to be the provider in every aspect that I can or any or any way that I can be a provider. Right. Because it's maybe it's an antiquated way of thinking. And maybe I need to reprogram the way I think because of how the world is today. Mm -hmm. Right. It's I'm not just a caveman out there, you know, just bringing back. You know, an antelope or whatever. It, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. While she's holding it down in the house, now we're both out there hunting. We're both doing things, and you might hunt bigger game than than me. Right. And it's just the way of the world now. Um. So I don't know if it's if it's my programming or if it's who I am inside, but naturally I do want to feel like I'm providing in a relationship, mm-hmm. one way or another. So my first way of doing it would be, hey. Let's make sure that, that we live in a home that I can afford mm-hmm. that way I can take care of the finances Now, I would never stop someone from contributing or bringing money into the finance or bringing money into the home and and helping out you know um and you know this because we've had conversations about right. what it looks like when we move in with one another mm-hmm. but I am able to put my ego aside or put those, you know, those, those primal instincts aside that says I want to be the provider. And if I can't, then I'm going to feel like less of a man. Mm-hmm. I'm able to put that aside and understand, Hey, if I want someone that can provide a better lifestyle for me, and that's what she wants to do, mm-hmm. then let's do it. Right. Then Let's do it. But I would definitely feel like I would have to tiptoe and make sure that I'm not taking advantage of this person. Right. Because it would make me feel some type of way if I had to ask for money or ask to purchase something you you see what I'm Mm -hmm, saying mm -hmm. like I I would never I'm just not built for that anyway but I would never want to do that and I don't feel like and this is just the way I'm thinking I don't feel like that anyone man or woman should be in a position where someone is asking something from them
1: that they should be providing for themselves
0: I yeah yeah you see what I'm saying yeah now I know it's been a thing where, hey, it's been okay if a woman asks for money and asks for things from her man, and the man is supposed to do it. And it's been so much of a thing that if a man can't do it, we talk shit about him. At least it is, in you know that way in the black community where it'd be like, oh, he can't do that for you, da 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 da. Then it almost seems like it's it's a bad thing, right? But the way we live now in a society, it's like, look, don't you shouldn't be asking me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Now, if I want to give it to you, then let mm-hmm. me give it let me let me right. you know, but I don't know maybe just that's just my way of looking at it but but even though I will be more accepting of it if a woman asks a man, there's still something in me that would be less accepting of it or I guess kind of look down on if I hear about a man asking that from his woman, right. especially if he hasn't gone the extra mile to help himself first. Now it, it'll be a different story if that person is trying to help himself first. And then now it's like, Hey, you know, I try to do this, yada, yada, yada. But you know, can mm-hmm. you spot me or can you help? Then that's just, you know, one person uplifting the, the other person, but
1: right. Or which this could tie into, I don't know if you're ready to segue into the whole potential thing. Mm-hmm. Cause what you just said is a good example of how that could, you could see the potential in somebody, mm-hmm. especially women seeing the potential in a man right is if you do meet this person and let's say you know he does have that drive and that motivation Mm -hmm. and you see that he's working towards something Mm -hmm. that could also be like okay well i'm okay with holding it down because i know eventually whatever he's trying to make happen is gonna pay off right right ideally you think that way right so seeing that drive in a man you might fall back and be like okay this is okay for now it's temporary Mm -hmm. but Could that just be seeing the potential in someone and that just might be what they're about. Just always, yeah, they seem like they have that hustle, but they really can't ever make shit work or make shit happen or get out of whatever situation they're in and do better for themselves. Mm -hmm. That could be a problem too. Not taking people for who they are and what they're showing you in the moment, which is typically just who they are.
0: Right. And let's be real here. And let's shoot some bail for anyone out there that that doesn't have that hustle and that drive. That's normal. That's the majority of people that don't have that extra hustle muscle. Motivation. And to get out there and take a risk or to add more to their plate. Mm -hmm. That's a, a normal quality. It's very typical. So much so where that's why we don't have... Most of the people making over six figures. You see what I'm saying? Right. Most people become complacent. Most people are okay with their 40-hour-a-week job. Most people don't ask for promotions. Right. Right? It's not. It, so It's that's a, a common thing. Now, with that, I, I don't think that it's a bad thing to see the potential in your partner and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. And hope that maybe you can motivate them. Something that they're doing that you see is motivating them, right, and that there's there's going to be a level up from them in the near future or later on down the line, yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with seeing the glass half full and having those kind of expectations from your partner, okay the only thing that I see wrong is in it is when you fully bank on that and that person's potential. And then when it doesn't happen, then now you're blaming them for not doing better, if that makes sense. Yeah. hmm Because at the end of the day, th- that's who they are. They might have tried. And some people try. Yeah. Some people really do try and they just fail. But there's a difference between someone that sees a roadblock and then they say, oh, well, the road's closed. I can't get there. hmm Versus someone, let's say, you know this money amount is at the end of the road and they see a roadblock. A lot of people don't try to find a detour and another way to, to get there. Yeah. Most people just see the roadblock and they just sit and wait or they turn back around. Right. Right. So um, I think it is okay for people to see the potential in the person that they're with. I just think that that shouldn't be what what drives you to move the relationship forward. Like, that's, you shouldn't fall in love with the potential of someone. You should fall yeah. in love with the person that they are. Right. And then if they do meet those expectations that you've placed on them or that they place on themselves. Right. Then that's just extra. And if they don't, then you then don't. Exactly. It, it shouldn't that change wasn't the way found, you feel it, about
1: wasn't them. Right. That. it. It
0: wasn't founded on that. Right. It shouldn't have yeah. been founded on that. Right. But I guess that's something that you will learn, you know. <laughs> after it happens and you go okay right i get it now that's my bad mhm you know what are your thoughts on it
1: when you were as you were speaking and saying what you were saying about it it just it reminded me like that was my whole marriage like it was the potential that i saw in this person in the beginning mhm and all of the things that they were seemingly doing or seemingly working towards or for, and I was young too. This is me in like my early twenties, right. where it's like that's what you're doing anyway, right? Like, yeah,
0: yeah, everyone's everyone's growing.
1: Growing. Right. Um, my situation was a little bit more complicated because I had a child at 22. Mm-hmm. So there's, I think there's a, some blinders about what I was looking for in a partner because I had to. Be with a man who was okay that I was bringing a baby into a
0: relationship. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So <sighs> You felt like you had to lower your, your, your standards a little bit. or Exactly. Not to, or not, not, to say, not to say you were lowering your standards to be with him, but I'm saying like you had to lower, like you, you felt like you were devalued a little bit.
1: Or, or not even that. Like I felt like it was no longer about what my standards were. It was about what the standards were for somebody to potentially be a father figure to my child. So it wasn't so much about what I needed as a woman as much as it was what I, my child needed as a father, if that makes sense. Sure. So, like, I was more concerned about what type of man I was bringing into my life for my kid than I was, and I I also didn't even know who the fuck I was that young, too. Again, it was like a learning experience. But the bottom line being that that seeing the potential in this person ended up being m- a major problem in the relationship in a lot of different categories and ultimately why it didn't work out. And there was all these red flags all throughout the relationship, mm-hmm. because I was basing it on what this person could have been and mm-hmm. all the ways. So that's, I, I have a big problem with potential for that reason. Gotcha. Cause people are who they are. Right. It, it, at a certain point we are who we are right so while it sounds nice
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you know potentially romantic like it's you can't base a relationship off of that right and ultimately like you said it's on the person who places the expectations from what they see the potential that they see i feel like it was on me more than anything right
0: the blame's on you Right. Right. Not, not, it's not your fault why that person didn't do better. It was just your fault for
1: accepting it accepting. and building a a life with this person off of that potential. Right.
0: Yeah. Oops. Yeah. That's how it works. Big and then, oops. And then for, for women out there, and I guess this is for, for men too, I, I think I read somewhere and I, <laughs> I could get the facts on this later. <laughs> don't hold your breath on it, but I think I read somewhere that men typically don't blossom financially until they're in their forties, anyway. Right? It takes a while. Right? It takes a while, and and that's just all a part of figuring out the the life thing, mm-hmm. you
1: know.
0: And it, it, it's I, I know it's cliche to say hindsight is twenty twenty, but that's the but, beauty of life, yeah. right? When you're in your twenties, you think you have it all figured out. At no point in my twenties did I say I don't have it figured out yet. When I was 18, I thought I had it figured out. When I right. was 25, I thought I had it figured out. Now I'm 35 and I can look back and be like, when I was 33, I didn't have it all figured out. When I was yeah. you know, 30, I certainly didn't have it all figured out. When I was mm-hmm. 25, I was a fucking idiot. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can imagine in knowing what I know only because I have the experience that I have to look back the decades and go, I didn't have it figured out. I didn't have it figured out. I didn't have it figured out. Yeah. I can sit here and say, I don't have it figured out yet. Because at some point there's going to be a 45 year old version of me looking, looking at back you at today, the 35 year old version of me and going, "You didn't have it figured, right? <laughs> right. So you
1: you should be having it figured out a little bit more and more as you go along, 100%. right? Or some things figured right. out, right? Right. You one would hope,
0: right? So I can't wait to see a future where now, well, the 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 present that we live in, where women are making money and they are graduating college at levels that are competing with men Mm -hmm. right and i want to say they're out competing men according to statistic that i'm going to read they're not yet but they're getting to a point where they are they're they're, they're pushing that barrier right then we're going to see a future where we're going to look back and we're going to have analytics and well i mean maybe women they might have it sooner than men but we're we're going to say women don't financially blossom until they're 40 you see Mm -hmm. what i'm saying right because now We're doing this in real time where women are going to be creating generations of future women that are going to be, you know, hard workers, not to say that women were never hard workers, but hard workers in the workforce that are going to be pushing up and being CEOs and companies and yada, yada, yada. And then, you know, maybe in their 40s, they're going to blossom in a way like we see with men because men have been working in the workforce for a long time. Right. So that's why we have these statistics that show men typically don't, you know, meet their financial peak until they're in their 40s. And that's because we have history to show proof of that. Yeah. There's not much history for women. But sooner or later, we'll be looking. Well, I guess it'll be later. We'll be looking back in having those statistics and analytics. Yeah. For women.
1: But and I'm sure, again, that I think the. The variations for women are just so much bigger than for men anyway. Like, did you decide to stop and have children and right. take five years? So it's, off? it's
0: gonna be like this. Right. Or we're just gonna see a decline in population. Exactly. Which is what we're already seeing now. But that's right. a topic for a whole different <laughs> Right. Whole different day. Yeah. But yeah, I would I would imagine I would imagine it would be uh, a a reduction of population for sure. Right. For sure. Cause I think right now we're at the ratio where we're not even I, th- I think I said it somewhere in a- another podcast, but um, we're we are not producing enough people to replace the people that are here.
1: Yeah, you told me that.
0: Right. Yeah. So where where it used to be, there were people to replace and some, and now mm-hmm. we're our numbers are going lower, 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 lower. But it's how life is. So you ready for the facts?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For the facts about what we're talking about.
1: We need, I feel like we need like a sound effect. For the facts, no, like something like some fucking alarms or something. Boom, boom, boom. Where's the where's the sounds? The sounds. Hey. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He has this I'll cool board now. with all these flashing lights and yeah. colors, and it, I'm like, where's the magic? I don't use them. Where's the sound?
0: <laughs> yeah, we should just stuck with the other piece of equipment that had nothing on there. Bow. <laughs> I'll add some sounds in.
1: Where's the monkey noise? <laughs> You'll know,
0: add that for the facts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so you ready? I'm you ready. I'm ready. For facts? Are you? All right, can we start all over again? Uh-huh. We're ready for the facts. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Okay, 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 okay. So a few reports have been showing that half of all households are headed by women, to include single parent homes and homes where there is a man in the household and possibly another woman in the household, which. I guess would almost make that like 100%, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Duh>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. But 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 that's still a, a pretty high number. Yeah. Now I'm sure most of that is coming from single parent households. Sounds like it's. Obviously to me. Women yeah. would be the, the head of the household. There. Right. But um so, so there's there's more, there's more statistics. Okay, okay. so here you go. So for years, men have been the head of the household, which we know that. Mm-hmm. Numbers are showing that in 1990, 24 of married households had a woman that was the top earner, and now, and these reports were as of 2019. They didn't really have anything for 2021, which I, I guess is just still trying to figure it out. And I, I after 2019, a lot of things have probably changed. Mm-hmm. So 2019 would have been, I guess, a, a safe stop. Right. But the numbers went from 24% in 1990 to 46% in 2019. It's a big jump. Which is pretty high. So now we're talking about married households, Mm -hmm. right? And I would imagine in order for this to make sense, then they're probably talking about men and women, so heterosexual relationships. But because I would imagine homosexual relationships would then skew those numbers. Right. Right. It would flip-flop it. But I would imagine it's probably more geared towards heterosexual relationships. I would think so. In order to, to prove this point, right, it makes sense. Right, right. Because then the data would be off because you're not really comparing what a home looked like or what a family, quote unquote, looked like in 1990 versus 2019. Right. But it wasn't that specific. So I'm just guessing at this point. But uh, this article also said that black homes are above 50% at the 52% mark. So we're looking Mm -hmm. at the black family where 52% of the women are the top earner in the household Mm -hmm. in comparison to the man, I would imagine, in these articles. Now, the college education, what I was talking about before, households with a bachelor degree, Mm -hmm. and these are married couples, we're looking at 35% of women, or 35% of the married households, women have a college education, that are that's equivalent to a bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. While the men are at 37%. So they're approaching. And this is 2019. So this is probably flopped at this point mm-hmm. because we're kind of running a, you know, a, a close race there. Right. Um, but women are definitely going up in that area. And it was another part of this article, which I didn't write in here because I, you know, I, I just kind of figured it it ties into the whole financial thing. But um more women are, are more women are becoming homeowners, rightfully mm-hmm. so. As they make more money to become more educated and you know are becoming the head of the household, whether it be single or uh in a married relationship and this article was talking about women in general, not just uh married women okay. like the like the previous ones that I mentioned okay. here um so they are becoming more and more homeowners with and i I wish I wrote this down, but Asian women actually had the biggest climb in home ownership in comparison to all women of other ethnicities slash nationalities. Really? hmm Now, obviously, there are more white women and more Latina and black women out there that are homeowners, at least in this article. But as far as percentage-wise from Asian women owning things, because Asian mm-hmm. families typically are showing closer to traditional numbers than Mm -hmm. any other uh, race slash ethnicity. Okay. I don't have the charts here, but as I was looking at the charts with the homes where there are married couples, black women obviously took a bigger piece of the pie as far as being in a relationship where they were the the breadwinner. The second one was Latina women, white women, and then they had Native American in there, which... I guess you know, and <laughs> I, it just seems like what what poll? That's a, such a small poll. I'm not clowning Native Americans. But I'm saying like that's. <laughs> I was like, what? What's, what? What percentage of the population is Native American? Uh, I don't know, babe. Very 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 I very just, small.
1: Your face was crazy.
0: Because it was just like, all right, you know, I guess you got to give them the credit, you know. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you do. Asians, Jesus. Asians <laughs> were were the the lowest. So in the Asian household. Men are still the breadwinner percentage-wise by a lot. So, Asian men are holding it down.
1: Okay.
0: Either they're holding it down or they're holding them down. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? (laughs) Jesus Christ. However you want to look at it.
1: (laughs) There he is, ladies and gentlemen. I'm guessing if I had to guess, if I had to guess, it's the
0: latter of the two. Like, you can't have a job, you know? Like, I imagine it's like that. You stay home. Good Lord. Stay in the kitchen. It's
1: coming for everybody right now.
0: I honestly, yeah, never mind. I'll just, <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll just leave it there. I've done do enough. This. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, like I just mentioned before, studies have shown that black and latina women are more likely to be breadwinners in their homes. Uh whether they're the the sole, the primary, or co earners, with 84% in the black culture and 60% in the latina culture. Hmm. So there's that. The blacks got their women working. You know what I'm saying? And Latinas are not not too far behind them.
1: Hmm.
0: But white people were really close. It wasn't, it, it wasn't like white people were, were way off. They're, they're right there too. I just didn't put those numbers in just because it's like, eh, who cares about third place? But the whites are third place. <laughs> but per capita, per right, capita. Right, right. And they didn't have those numbers. And that's a big deal when mm-hmm. we talk about per capita. Per capita, I would imagine blacks and Latinas have it all day long. Right. Right? Yeah. Well, I can't speak for the Latina culture, black Latin culture. Right. But I know blacks. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're including single parents.
1: Especially. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. But especially. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Hello.
0: Yeah. Shout out to all the black women out there. Hone it down for everybody you know what I'm saying yeah we good <laughs> is there, there anything of you want to talk about this is, this is a quick one you know what I'm is saying is it quick quick you know I a lot like, like my it. solo sexual experience oh you know my god.
1: they're bringing it all <laughs> we're, we're gonna
0: name this gonna one gonna zip zap splat there you have it there me. it is
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: I think we I think we we touch everything yeah we had the feelings we had the facts we're yeah. good That was good. Golden. All right, people. So if you made it this far, we appreciate you. We thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. This has been yet another episode of the Feelings First Facts Later podcast. The podcast where we saying shit, but we ain't saying shit. (laughs) We ain't saying shit.
1: (laughs) I feel like we do. Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll let the people decide. Let the people decide. <laughs> <laughs> I go by the name Nathan Mitchell, and as always, this is the lovely Christina. Bye. Peace. Bye bye. Bye.